Welcome to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Gross. It gives me great pleasure to welcome regular guest to Viewpoints, Peter Hitchener, Chief News Presenter, Channel 9. Welcome again, as always, to Viewpoints, Peter Hitchener. Thank you very much, Henry. It's great to talk to you. Greetings. And uh, today's topic comes from a conversation I had with Tony Jones and Lavinia Nixon the other day on the news set. And then I had a chat to my sister about it as well. And we all agreed that there have been some songs, movies and television shows along the way that were not in English, foreign language films that we or, or movies, uh, films, television shows or songs that we just loved. So... I thought I might just ask you today, are there any, can you, does anything spring to mind? It might be, uh, um, I don't know, a song from Buena Vista Social Club. Remember when they were absolutely mm. huge a few years ago or going back before that, before you were born or Rob, your producer was born or anyone, anyone apart from me, uh, Sergio Mendes and Brazil 66 and Mashkenada, which was in Portuguese, of course. Well, I think it's Portuguese. I don't speak either Portuguese or Spanish, but given that it's Brazil, I'd say Portuguese. Uh, and so I thought, oh, yeah, there are lots of things. And I'll, I'll give you a minute or so to think about yours. I would like to mention a mo two movies, both of them French. Yes. Amelie, Amelie, which came out a few years ago, um, which was charming and funny and subtitled. And another one called The Intouchables, Intouchables, not Untouchables, Intouchables, which was also quite fun from a few years ago as well, both French films. Ah, yes. Ah, so now, good. have you, do you have any, any favourites? Yes, have any come I, to mind? Uh, the one that, uh, first off the cab of, uh, off the rank, uh, and you did catch me unawares because you I only hear the <laughs> topic as we go to air, but the, <laughs> yes. my, my, it, it's a song. My favourite foreign language anything is yes. that famous uh, song uh, that the tenors sing, Nessun Dorma. Nessun Dorma. Oh, yes. That's, that's lovely. Yes, that, bit of opera there for you. Yeah, yes, oh, yes. sleep. Yes. Mm. Well, well, I remember when I was a young child, my parents, as you know, came from, from Europe, Germany, Poland, yes. and um, they bought a record player, and they used to, in Europe, go to the opera, and they used to go to see some of the great tenors, Richard Talbot yes. and those, and they had all yes. these LP records that were were in, in, in European languages. Languages and uh, so I, I was I couldn't understand them, but I, I no. loved I loved those classics from people yes. like Mario Lanza and as I said yeah. Richard Talbot. So that sort of music yes. did did stay with me. But no, Nessun Dorma is uh, is a is a is a piece of music that uh, absolutely I love. Do you, do you I, like I, that I, sort of music? Well, I, oh yes, I love opera, and I grew up. Um, I can remember being I think three or four. When I heard at one of our aunt's uh, places, she played uh, La Donne Mobile. I'm not going to sing <laughs> yes. it for you. A lovely, lovely aria. And I, oh, that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> so I, I liked that from the age of three or four. And it sort of <laughs> made it made it opera more palatable for me because I actually thought, oh, this is good. I like it. I like the tunes. But there's, look, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be highbrow stuff. What about? Oh, see, this is another song that's before your time, Henry. Oh. But there's Charles Trenet singing La Mer. Yes. Look it up. The sea. It's very, actually it's a lovely song. Um, what about Sukiyaki, which was a, a Japanese hit uh, in the sixties? 
it wasn't really about food at all. It was it was this kind of love song, but it was a huge hit around the world, and they decided to just make it something that people could understand. So Sukiyaki it was. Yeah. And, well, the Hava Nagila, I like that one. That's Hava right, yes, very much. Nagila, very much. Oh, I won't mm. sing it either, Peter. <laughs> it's it's I, tempting, isn't it? It is tempting. They've got such a catchy, catchy little beat. Um, I, I do like some of the French um, comedies. I can't think of them. Yes. There's been a, a series of uh, French comedies that I've seen over the years. I love those. Mm. And and some of the um, Swedish, the Nordic uh, noir oh, the, crime the thrillers. Film noir, yes. yes, yes. In, in, in their languages. So <laughs> yes, I do you, find... you, you have to be brave to watch those. Well, yeah, <laughs> Very the, popular though. Huge. There's, there's a limit to how many you can watch because I remember <laughs> I stopped watching them there for a while, Pete, when I woke up in the middle of the night <laughs> and, and and I couldn't go back to sleep because I was invested in a dream where I think I was about to be a victim of one of those. And, and, and I, that was here. So I said, no, 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 we'll watch a few, um, a few comedies for a little bit. A few happy while. shows for a change. A few happy shows. Yes. I went, it's funny, I went through a stage also of reading um, Scandinavian noir crime books. Yeah. And uh, um, the first couple were okay. And then after that, I've, I've found the plots being incredibly hard to believe, and I thought, True. no, I, I think I've done enough now. Yes. Uh, I, I think the third book in that series is enough um, because it just doesn't make much sense at all. But that's the way it goes. Now, here's a suggestion for you if you're a, a Netflix fan or a Stan fan. Yes. Uh, by the way, on Stan, I've been, a, a show that I have enjoyed, uh, even though it's in English, um, it's called Hacks, and it's about oh, – yes. uh, there's been a lot of publicity about it, and it's actually quite good fun. Um, it's based on the entertainment industry, and there are bits of it that are that actually ring true, and are bits of it that are a bit sort of <laughs> bit overplayed. And you think, well, that's you know, that's a that's a plot line, and I have to overdo it a little bit, to, you know, to make the make the points. But it's good fun. However, there is a show on Netflix that I really enjoy, and it's called as somebody who loves a bit of a holiday in Japan. Whenever oh, we used to be able yes, to go there, yes, yes. Uh, it's called Midnight Diner, and um, it's it's one of those little those little restaurants, those little walk up restaurants, where there's um, just the one chef, and he's open late at night, which doesn't happen all the time in Tokyo because it does tend to, I've noticed, go to bed about nine o'clock at night, except in certain suburbs. Shinjuku is where this one's based, and. Um, it's just lovely. It's their little. It, it's a drama. It's not. It's sort of a mockumentary. It's not really a, a documentary at all. It's a drama, and the, you know the lines are are written by um, you know the playwright or the screenwriter, whoever it is. Uh, but it's beautifully done. It's kind of overacted in a way, but quite good fun. And it's set in this this nice little restaurant. And at the end of the show, they give you the recipe for what he's been serving his customers that night, which is just a nice little angle. So if you feel like a little, just a little touch of Japan uh, that's a bit of fun and only lasts 20 minutes, Midnight Diner's worth a look. Well, that, that, uh, that I, I will certainly look that up, Peter, because um, we've had to postpone for two years our autumn trip 
to to, yes. to Japan. We haven't been yeah. there before, but we the last two oh, years, yeah, it. we've got this one of those overseas trips that they keep rebooking the next year. Yes. Next year. So yep. Um, yep. by the time I get there, I'll be able to have a little list of these lovely little places having watched this series because um, I know <laughs> you. I know you like Japan. Uh, you I love a it. List yeah. of these lovely little cafes and restaurants that when we're finally yes. able to go, we'll be able to able to um, to, to enjoy them. To, to follow it up, yes. Absolutely. Well, here's hoping it's not long before that happens, <laughs> but I'd, I'd say it might be another year or so yet. But anyway, here's, here's hoping. It's been great having a yarn about these things, and oh, it's funny when you think about it, you think, oh, actually, there are more songs uh, and shows and movies uh, in another language that I actually enjoy, and I must say I'm delighted you took us down the opera route as well. Oh, Thanks, my pleasure, and thank you for um, opening that door to the what is it? <laughs> the box of memories is that a is that an <laughs> exactly <laughs> absolutely? Well, thank you once again, Peter. And every night I tune in looking to um, you, the Henry. Channel Nine News. I'm thinking, has Peter Hitchner got good news for us? Uh, yes or no? And if he has, well, we always try. You try. We try to have a mix. And if it's if it's not good news, we make the best of it. Exactly. Well said. Absolutely. You take care and we'll speak Thanks, soon. Thanks, Henry. Take care. Bye-bye now. That was Peter Hitchener, Chief News Presenter, Channel 9, and he brightens up our nights as best he can, and uh, we love having him on Viewpoints. We'll take a short break, listeners, so don't go away. Mm-hmm. 